Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long, may you young. What are the odds any of the Town Meeting Boys show up for this uh, thing? Russell? Are they all coming? I threw it out to everybody. Tim said if he could, he'd be late. Uh, Babe said he definitely would, which doesn't really mean anything. He smokes a lot of pot, though. He does smoke a lot of pot. Yeah. And uh, Derek just straight up didn't respond to anything that I sent him. (laughs) He's a bass player, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bass player move, right? Just not saying anything. Yeah, he also just shaved his face, I think, and I think he's embarrassed about not having a beard. That's become quite a thing in the United States over the past 20 years. Having a beard. I know. It really took off after 9-11, which I don't know if that would be ironic, but it seemed like we were emulating our enemies by growing beards at that time. It could be. And now that it's it's kind of a sign, not only is it fashionable, but it's a sign of manhood. And um, Yeah, it is kind of weird, right? I, yeah. I haven't not had a beard I maybe like two or three times since I got married about 18 years ago. I've just had a beard since then. 
and I hate not having one. It's very bizarre. It feels weird. I feel naked. I feel uh, I don't like not having one either. Like a child or something. I don't know. I um I had a clean shaven face about it may have been about ten years ago, and that was the last time I had one, and that was because my wife and I went out for Halloween as uh, Tony and Candace from Portlandia from oh. the women, women bookstore. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> that's awesome. And um, so I had to shave my face. And then I remember walking into work and everybody giving me this face when they saw me. So, you know, <laughs> like, oh, okay, I get it. I'll start growing that back immediately. It's the face you made when you logged on and saw my bear hat. What are, we, is, are you recording? Are we doing an episode? Yeah, I just I would keep it rolling, Russ. This is a Neil Young podcast, man. I just roll. I just right, you, gotta, record. you gotta start rolling the tape as soon as, you know, everybody's in the room. Did you see the, the uh, thing in the news from 1982? Yes. Yeah, does that really need Uh-oh. to come out though? I yeah, mean, I know. an '80s album. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Is, it, is yeah. it a Geffen record? It was the first one. Remember, he went to Hawaii with oh, like wow. um, a bunch of like, well, with the basically, I think it was the Stray Gators and Crazy Horse, and he tried Stray to record Gators. this uh, like laid back another yacht rock album. Jesus. And Geffen rejected it. The first offering to Geffen and oh, they rejected I think, it. Yeah, I think I remember this. I'm all in. Trans. But um, a, was a little thing called Love was from that album and Like an Inca was from that album. Hmm. So a couple of tracks made it on there. But he's going to release the whole album as it was, I guess. And um, I listened. I found Love Hotel on YouTube, uh, a track huh. from that. And the sound quality is bad. So I'll wait to pass judgment on something with better sound quality since, you know, Neil's all about sound quality. Mm. I wasn't too impressed with it, though. We should explain what we're doing. We, uh, we've already talked about monster episodes, and this was going to be one. We had a guest lined up, but uh, fucking snow in the northeast fucked everything up. And uh, we won't say who it is because we're probably going to have him in a couple of weeks. But uh, so instead of uh, having that guest we had scheduled, I shot a message out to the other boys in town meeting, which is the band me and Russ are in. And I heard that two of them might come on. (laughs) Musicians. You just, they're not reliable. Yeah. Did you see that fucking Nails has an Instagram now? Yeah, I told told him to make one. Is Is it Nails Emporium? Yeah. Something, yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm afraid to wash that shirt because it looks like it might shrink to a, a lady's small after one wash. I, this you is know? getting... I just feel like we've kind of created a monster a little bit. But I'm also bit. very excited about it. He did... His most recent video was like an instruct an instructional video on how to use it. Oh, I didn't gun. know he posted. I yeah, he, it's, it's um, nails underscore loft. No, yeah, I knew, I knew that about the account, but I didn't okay. know he made a post. Yeah. Here with my first uh, instructional video for uh, Instagram here. Uh, today I'm going to show you how to properly use a screw. First thing you're going to do is make sure you have what? the right bit for the right screw. What? And then you're going to want to take the screw and the uh, bit along with the drill and then just go ahead and put it right in the trash. You never use <laughs> screws, okay? They're oh, okay. inferior All right. when it comes to nails. All right. All right. That's uh, Nails Lofkin, Nails Emporium first instructional video. You were so mad for a second. Hey there, folks. Nails Because he was all about, he got on my case because I asked him if he sold screws too. And he gave me that like look. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so no. funny. <laughs> Like somebody <laughs> fucking stole his hammer. He's got an instructional video on how to use a screw, and the whole thing is never use a screw. That's fantastic. 
Well, thanks to Nails uh, Lofgren from the uh, Nails Emporium, our very first sponsor. Yeah, go follow him on Instagram, everybody. Yeah. But Did you guys hear the uh, the other track he released from way down in the rust bucket on the archives? Don't no. cry, no tears. No. Oh, it's really good. It oh, has a really look. funny fake ending. Okay. And, and I'm pretty sure Crazy Horse didn't know about it either. <laughs> so you guys gotta get it. It's really it's really funny. He's very funny at the end of it. I like that song anyway. Yeah, that's a great tune. That's I don't a, yeah. understand why you know there's songs on there like. Um, you know, like we mentioned T-Bone and Bite the Bullets on there and Country Homes on there. And he's got a lot of stuff in the 80s. You know, there's bits and pieces in the 80s that we really liked. He's got a ton of material he could have put on Weld. But he, it seems like the more I, I look at this playlist for Way Down in the Rust Bucket, I feel like Weld was kind of almost, I don't know, rehash is kind of a strong word of live rust or recreation. Or I No, I kind of feel the same way, man. It. That's why I didn't like when we did that episode, I wasn't as blown away as you guys because I was so, it, it just kind of felt like a, I don't want to say repetitive. It was different, but like I, I had already gotten that the feeling I needed from uh, ragged glory. So, yeah. I mean, the, the, the performances for the most part were awesome on weld. I love the guitar on weld. I love the noise and the feedback, but there was a lot of stuff he, you know, that he had released since then that he could have put out. And if he was playing it, like on this playlist, you know, there was a, there are this set list. There was a lot of stuff on there that he probably could have put on weld. I don't know. I feel like there are guys like Neil and like, not to bring him up a million times, but like Stephen King who just, they literally just live to create content and that's all they do. Like I saw, I think I saw something on one of the Stephen King groups. I follow them someone was saying they had lunch with Stephen King's publicist or something. And they said, Oh, what's Stephen doing now? Is he on vacation? Cause it was like in a different city. And they're like, no, he's in his hotel room writing. He just writes nonstop. And I feel like that's, it's the same with Neil. He just, he probably has so much shit. I don't mean shit in a bad way. Like so much good content that he can like, even, you know, God forbid when he passes away, I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna be like Tupac. This is not going to stop. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he you was constantly it? recording. You know, there was that whole full moon thing he had going. And, right. you know, he was always just trying to find a studio to just get in and record and do demos and, yeah. you know, constantly just get you, stuff down on tape. You guys know what the kids call it, right? What? Slinging tent. Those guys are just slinging tent, man. Is that a real thing? I'm pretty sure it is. Slinging content. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's it's worse when you explained it. It was better when you just said sling intent. Can we can we do some social media stuff since we're yeah, waiting man. for our guests who will never show up? Do it. Um, I'll go to the uh, Neil Young subreddit. So, uh, which is a great place. Everyone's uh, discussing all sorts of stuff in Neil Young. They got co- they post covers up there too. A lot of people post covers. You guys on the subreddit? Yeah, I gotta get on, on the subreddit. That. So you should get up there. You guys should do some of your covers. Um, uh, once again, Darren Hall checks in. Actually, this is from Twitter. I'm sorry. Uh, Darren Hall, lesser talented brother of Daryl Hall, we discussed in the last episode. Um, he said, glad y'all saw the light and did Lucky 13. Uh, live 80s Neil really was fun. Shocking Pinks was my, la- was my first Neil show. Then oh, wow. uh, Rusted Out Garage at the Cow Palace. 
and finished the decade with the Blue Notes at the Coconut Grove in Santa Cruz. It was really good times. Going back to trans and the retro futurism theme, worth noting the expression sample and hold was a 50s slang for a girlfriend. Or so my dad told me back when I first dropped the needle on the groove. Check out the Berlin concert in the Neil Young archives this weekend and tell me live trans doesn't rock. Can I just say, can can I just say that the cow palace sounds like a really fun strip club? It (laughs) sounds like a specific kind of strip club. I won't go into details. Like I've, Here's a, here's a fun fact about me. I've never been to a strip club, but if I was going to go to one, it would be the Cow Palace. <laughs> you got to come down here. I got when when they open up. I got to take you to uh, Sweaty Betty's, <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> Betty's. I've never heard of Sweaty Betty's. Yeah, Hurricane Betty's. Always voted best strip club in Worcester. Okay, is this a real strip club or is this just like a weird back room thing? Oh no, you it's do been there for, since house. I've been since I've been here. It's been there. It's been there forever. Huh. And I believe so have the dancers. I'm not sure. I got to check. I've also never been to a strip club. Oh, come on, guys. Just once. You've been to Vegas. No strip club, bubs. You're full of shit. I I swear to God. What happens happens Oh, I get it. (laughs) You've never been to a strip club. You're holding, you're doing the fight club thing. I can respect that. He also has a fucking bear on his head. That's true. (laughs) You should wear the bear into the strip club. Yeah. The girls would love you. That would be fantastic. Can the bear get a lap dance too? The, bear, the bears would love him. Yeah, the bears. Uh, I feel like I would not. If I'm being honest, I feel like I would not have a good time in a strip club. I feel like I, I would just apologize the whole time. It's all about who you go with. Okay. Let me be your guide. All right. All right. We'll have a good time. Both you guys. Um, um, Zach, Zach on Twitter, Zachy Farm said, oh my God, how did I not know there was a Nils Sings Nils or Nils Sings Neil album? Guess I know what I'm doing yes. tonight. Thanks, Long May You Young. Nice. So there we got someone Sweet. listening to Mills' album, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, that album's great. It is a really good album. Um, after we posted last week's episode, Sarah Lynn Carlin wrote, I had never heard this version of Helpless before, and holy shit, stunningly beautiful. One of my favorite Neil songs. If this one had Joni's background vocals, it would be perfect. Mm, yeah. So, if Time by Hootie and the Blowfish was done on pump organ with a dancing monkey, it would be way better than the studio version. It's debatable. I don't know. They should try it. Did you like that I covered a little Hootie, Mike? Oh, I love you nailed. Uh, what's his name? What's the singer's name? Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Yeah, you had him down, man. I couldn't. He wrote that song, uh, Wagon Wheel. I couldn't understand you were sa- mm-hmm. what anything you were saying. You were all just like, like that's perfect. You didn't write Wagon Wheel. Every time we went through a period like every fucking folk because rock band. Because everyone thinks that he wrote it, man. He didn't <clears throat> fucking write it. Where we would just cover Wagon Wheel just for fun, just to like get people's attention if we were playing bars and shit. Where we would know each other. It, yeah. And every time, because I noticed Russ start, because Russ is a, Russ is a traditionalist. And obviously, Old Crow Medicine Show wrote that song. So every time, because it annoyed Russ, I'd be like, we're going to play a Darius Rucker song that Darius Rucker wrote. And Russ would get really mad. No, I would just, you do that and people don't know that you're being a fucking dunce. So I like to give credit where credit is due, man, because people actually think those things. It's funny, man. It's funny to me. It's not funny. I think it's kind of funny thinking people are like on their phone looking up Darius Rucker and... 
trying to find that tune for maybe like an hour. Well, they will find it. That's the point. Yeah, they will. And after an hour, they'll find it. That's not Darius Rucker. Meanwhile, Luke's in his garage drinking. Well, Darius Rucker covers it. And covers it. it, His version is the most popular version. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. It's uh, half an hour in and none of the town meeting boys have showed. So I got a couple more things on social media to kill some time. Um, Cleveland, Cleveland spiders. Beat you to it. Cleveland spiders. Cleveland spiders. Yeah, that's this guy's name on Reddit. That sounds like or, a shitty, a shitty Triple A baseball team, right? The Cleveland Spiders, right? <laughs> um, another great pod. This is for the um, Unplug Lucky Thirteen episode. Another great podcast. Good listen. On the next one, you could maybe bring up the track he made for the film Philadelphia, which came out in 1993. Haunting song. Film? Some good stories out from director Jonathan Demi on the song's creation. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know Uncle Good Old Neil had a song on Philadelphia. Yeah, he. Um, I guess Jonathan Demi approached him to do the opening track for like the opening credits, huh. and so what he did, he uh, wanted something that kind of sounded like Southern Man. So what he did was he gave did the opening credits and put put it to Southern Man and sent it to Neil and said, "Could you kind of write something?" with the same kind of energy and a song about injustice. And Neil said, okay. And he said, six weeks later, Neil got back to him and sent him a tape. And it was a really just like, it was kind of a Neil piano, almost like a Jack Nietzsche string arrangement. Mm. And Jonathan Demi said he got into his car, put the tape in. And at the end he was in tears. He said it was just so moving, but he said it wouldn't be a good opener song. So he put it for the closing credits of the movie and Neil got nominated for an Oscar. Oh, really wow. for that song but springsteen's track on that uh, um on the soundtrack got the oscar shit of course yeah but it's a really yeah it's a very really sad song it's a real downer but it's beautiful i've never seen philadelphia i have a long time ago i think the last time i saw it was when it came out in the theaters i think that was the last it. time but um yeah um, so yeah neil got nominated for an oscar for that and um Jonathan, De- he worked with Jonathan Demi a lot. I was going to say, didn't he, he did some shit with him before. Uh, didn't he do other things with him? He did three concert movies with him. Yeah. He did uh, Trunk Show, Journeys. And, Jonathan uh, Demi has done other concert shit too. I feel like he did he Stop of, Making Sense. Yeah, I was going to say. Heads. He One came of the greatest up in, concert films he came ever. In, in the um, you you talking talking heads podcast. He also has a line of pottery that he made with Patrick Swayze. Oh, I'm thinking of Jonathan Demi Moore. Never mind. Come on, too far. You know what, no. you know what game we were doing? The man died. Okay, the man's dead. Way to fucking ruin his legacy. Uh, Seriously. You know what we were doing at work today, Luke? What? <laughs> doing ghosting on pottery to. Fucking working without shirts on, like Swayze. <laughs> you better believe it, baby. Fucking what? Being a doorman at a fucking rowdy were rock you, and roll club? Were you? Hey, were you being nice? <laughs> you know, the paint's not mixing right. Be nice. Oh, I just got a text from one of the boys. Oh boy, Russ, you're not gonna believe it. Let me is. guess. It's Timmy, and he's going. Ah, oh, probably not gonna make it in there tonight, nope. man. Sorry, not, not Timmy. That text will come in about 20 minutes from Timmy saying he's not gonna make it. It's the boy. Nope. Shit. It's the bone then. Nope. What? Who's is that? Is it Blanche? 
It's, I guess it's the box. Looks like we're getting our manager, Mike. You're going to get to meet our manager, Mike. <laughs> two mics? No, we can't have two mics. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I don't know. Where, where is he? Is he coming He's in? not on yet. He just texted me. said, hey, I'll come on. Oh. That's bad. You know, that's like, that's what a manager does. When the rest of the band doesn't want to do something, the manager has to step in and kind of explain, well, the guys are, are kind of busy right now and so-and-so is not feeling well and, and he's got a previous engagement. Sorry. That's you know, a good manager. I'll answer any questions you need uh, answered the best I can, I can do here. Do you have a manager, Mike, for your uh, radio stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You like him? Yeah, he's right here. Yeah. Oh, boy. He takes 15%. Is it Josh? It's Josh. And Josh. It's Josh. That's why I'm on with you guys and I'm not in New York City working at a radio station there. I bet you Mike, our manager, will be a huge fan of all Neil's 80s albums. Right. I, I bet you he'll... Okay, I bet you well, he, Right off. Let's ask him, you know, since you're he on. Probably he probably doesn't know about him, but if he did, I bet you he would be a bigger fan of those than Neil's actual albums. Oh, there, there he is. is. There he is. He, he must be on a ship. He looks very managerial. <laughs> Don't I though? What's up, Mike? What's the red glow? Are yeah, what? Are you doing a seance? Come on, Luke. Stop. I'm I'm getting to those jokes before you. <laughs> those are those are your souls. He has kept in a jar behind him. <laughs> what feed, feeds the beast, right? I know I have a lava lamp back there. I live like a vampire most of the time. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. Well, this is a good podcast to be on because we think Neil Young is a time-traveling vampire. I will say, okay, so for everyone who's uh, listening to this nonsense monster episode, Mike is our manager. He's here because I texted him and I said no one else from the band showed up and he did the very managerial thing. Yep, this is what a manager on. does. Yep. But uh, he manages town meeting. If you want to book us, you got to go through him. He's a, he's a fucking hardball, but uh, you know. He's he's fair. He's fair. But Mike, we were talking about uh, right as you were coming on, we were trying to think of ways to make fun of you. But this isn't really an insult as much as it's a taste thing. I said you would probably be a bigger fan of 80s Neil Young than any of us were. Hey, do you know any 80s Neil Young? No. Well, I mean, I was like, what, what, Rock in the Free World? Right, that was the mid-80s. That was late right? 80s. Yeah, 80s though. But you're I mean, kind no. of... Wasn't Rock of the Free World was 89. Yeah, 89. Yeah. So it technically counts. I'm talking more like uh, like landing on water, stuff like that. Because you, you're, kind, of a new, you're kind of a new wave guy, right? You like kind of 80s music? Yeah, I mean, that's what I grew up on. I mean, I'm, 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 but I'm like the goth alternative 80s guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay. Really. You know, so like, and I've, you know, I've said this with, to, like, to Tim and, and, and you guys a few times. I never really got into Neil as an artist outside of the Dead Man soundtrack. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I liked singles. I was telling Mike about that before that you, I was going to have you pitch us what you love about the Dead. We're not at it yet, of course, but it'll be a little teaser. Right, right. But I mean, so like Neil, Neil to me was like was more kind of like my parents, right? And you kind of rebel against my parents were was in were in the Crosby Hills and Nash Young and. And it was there. So when I was in my teens, in the middle of all that, Neil was not something that I gravitated towards. And it wasn't until I would say the last ten years that I was like, oh, I I get it now, in a, in a way that I never really did. But like 
the Dead Man soundtrack was just beautiful for me. So, what did you like? Lo- what did you like about it? Like, what drew you? It to is it? just. A, it's just an odd sounding record. I mean, just the the the, the style of guitar. And much like you know, it's not something that you can cover, right? It's just experimental. It's just playing and then like and just letting something be free and creative. And that's what I absolutely enjoyed about that. I like the movie, but I love the soundtrack even more for that rap. But it's just out there. When we get to that when we get to that record, if we can't get Johnny Depp, we'll have you come in and, and you can cover, you can cover that one. I think we could probably get Depp. Johnny Depp. I think we can get JD though. Yeah. You can, you can you can go after Crispin Glover. You could go after Iggy Pop. You can wait. Do Billy, Billy Bob Joe Thornton. Crispin Glover's in this movie. Yes. Let's get Crispin Glover. I'd rather have Crispin Glover. Way rather have Crispin Glover than Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, if you can get Iggy Pop, I'd be all in. <laughs> I feel like we actually could get Iggy Pop. I don't know, man. Yeah, maybe. You guys, did you ever have him on AAF? Nah, no, I don't think we ever talked to Iggy Pop. Christmas on AAF. Right? Yeah. yeah. Did you have Chris, uh, you have some Crispin time though? No. Crispin Crispin Glover has a great album out. Uh, no. under under the name Crispin Hellion Glover. There's no way that's true. No, it's <laughs> absolutely is. true. Are you being it, <laughs> No, I'm telling you right now, it's well worth seeking out and sitting down and spending time with because if you love Crispin Glover for what he is, then you will love listening to this album. That's awesome. It you is know, so you know, good. What I like listening to is fucking Joe Pesci. No. <laughs> His records, man. Think about the opposite of Joe Pesci's records. <laughs> That's Crispin. That's Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, you got to. What is it? Crispin song, what? Crispin Hellion Glover. And you got to listen to are the they song. More on Clowny Clown Clown. They- yes, Clowny Clown Clown. These That's boots the are made cover. for walking. That's a cover. That's the cover of that, that tune. Yeah. So it's just Crispin Glover on Spotify, and we're immediately canceling this Neil Young podcast and switching yeah, to the Crispin dude, Glover. <laughs> a 10-part series on the one. What's the album called? It has a funny title. It's so. called The Big Problem, question mark, The Solution. Yes. The Solution it. equals Let It Be. God it's, damn, he's so fucking weird, and I love really everything about him. Definitely got to spend some time with it. Keep that lava lamp going and listen to Crispin Hellion Glover. If we ever do a Patreon, it's a Crispin Glover-themed Patreon. Russ, there's 16 songs on this album. Is there just yeah. one record? Is just one? Yeah, some it, of them are like kind of like poetry or spoken word pieces. Even know, better. Even oh, way yeah, better. It's just Wait, can, very, you, it's, can you play a little bit of it through the There's thing nothing else like it out there. Or can I mean, I can, I'll play a little bit of Clowny Clown Clown. Hold on. That's my favorite. See, this seems like something I could like. Yes. I was walking on the ground. I didn't make a sound. Then I turned around and I saw a clown. Had a frown. Stood on a mound. Started barking like a What the fuck? Uh, okay how did i not know about this first of all that is the best thing i had that i had that on vinyl what i've I've worked at my college radio station and it came up there i'm like is this the same crispin glover from back to the future and then it was we played it all the time 
Get your damn hands off her, you clown. You're my density. You're standing on a mound, and your frown is upside down. Give me a milk. Brown. And that was like 19, that was like 80, 80, I want to say 88, I think. 89. 89, yeah. I'm, I'm like going to listen to this a few times tomorrow. I'm oh, very excited about this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, Mike, you were, you were a goth guy. You were rebelling against your parents. Your parents Were your parents hippies? No, actually, no. My mom was extremely conservative, and my dad um, kind of came back from the war. It was just like, meh. I think he went through a little bit of a phase, but he was a, a band. He was in a band, into Crosby, Stills, and Nash, that whole bit. Step your dad was in Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and you're just telling us this now? <laughs> yeah, he was in, in two, sorry. Yeah, my dad is Graham Nash. <laughs> and he won't give me a dime to help you guys out at all. That's right. You got to do it on your own, kid. That's a good father. Was your dad but, the great Santini, except instead of basketball, it was like music and stuff? That's right. You got to wear a fringe jacket, sports fans. So you were rebelling against your parents. So you're, you're talking about the war. You're talking about Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he, you, now are you saying he, that, so he was into like that whole scene, the band Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, a kind of Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Of. I mean, that's where, that's where he, that's where I'm from. That's where I grew up, you know, okay. LA. And, and so, so that, yeah, I grew up listening to all that. So when you get to that point where it's like, you either totally accept it and go along the route of your, what you heard, or you break away from it and go, I'm going this way. I right. definitely went this way. And then, you know, you last 10, 15 years be able to go, yeah, this is really good. This stuff is really actually good. Right. But, yeah. But were you wearing like eyeliner and like lipstick? Did you paint uh, your nails? Were you wearing like an overcoat in 80 degree weather? I wore lipstick once to a club <laughs> when I was 16, black lipstick. Yeah. Um, to try to get into a club. Actually, it was one of the clubs that they used in less than zero. Oh, and um, yeah, I got in. I was 16. Talked, I talked my way in, and that was the last, one and only time I've ever done that. Gone wow. to a club? Did you have crazy, like, Robert's no. hair and stuff? <laughs> Wore the, no, I mean, I, if I'm going to kind of, I tried, I, my goal for my hair was the original bass player from the cult love era. Oh, yes. Where it was Side, sides were shaved, long bangs, long back kind of a thing. But right. yeah. kind of like a rockabilly mullet kind of thing going on. Absolutely. Yeah. That oh, yep, yeah. that's that that's that fits me pretty well, except for no. Right. If I you know, if I had my hair, uh I would definitely go back to, to doing the full on mullet. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I actually miss it, you know. I'm I miss having hair in general, but I'd probably just go full on mullet. So, Mike, what Neil, what Neil got you interested or at least to listen to Neil to get past your, you know, your, your parental uh, rebellion and get you into at least accepting Neil? Cinema Girl. Nice. Yeah, that's a great song. I do like how Mike has presented it as like the seven stages of, <laughs> of fucking, what is it? Of, of grief. Accepted. Yeah. Agreed, yeah. Right. Denial. Right. <laughs> What got you into accepting Neil? Anger. That was the lipstick part. Was the anger? You it know? is a it is a worthwhile system for Neil as well. Right. 
Yeah, a little bit. That's what tonight's the night was about, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. What's your favorite town meeting album? You can't name one, can you? Uh, and they're all they're all just so great. Oh yeah. God. Um, yeah. He's full of shit. <laughs> he oh, likes so, this. He, it's the most recent one because that's yeah, what it's the one he was involved in. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, what, yeah. No, I think I think I think personally the the newest record is it, because there's more guitar to it. It's more more the drums, more heavier drums, more heavier guitar. That's what he's saying is it's my, it's it's the kind of album you can say fuck you mom and dad too. That's what he likes about it. <laughs> but in a, but in a gentler Americana sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're not showing up, you know, wearing fishnet stockings, you know, you're, it's more right. like, you know, I'm thinking about wearing fishnet stockings. I do feel bad. I feel like Mike did not really want to come on this podcast. <laughs> no, he's doing, a, he's doing a manager's no, job right he's now. He's doing great. It's just, he's I just feel so bad. He's just showing up and he's doing the best he can to answer the questions and to put out the fires, you know, and to smooth things over. Let's get to the real nitty gritty, Mike. Uh, when you stormed the Capitol, what was going through your head? <laughs> not even touching that one. <laughs> Do you think that You've successfully made America great again, or <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally uh, just did you know that Darius Rucker wrote uh, Wagon Wheel? I got a question. If you had, uh, if you had, uh, if you were booking town meeting and you had a chance for them to open for um, Nils Lofgren. But on the same night, you also had a chance for them to open for a newly rebooted version of Echo and the Bunny Men. Uh, who would you put them in front of? I already know you what you going to say. For, I would do, I would do Lofgren, and then I would <laughs> oh. go to the Echo show. Oh, while they were playing? Okay, that's <laughs> a good answer. Our show. That's a good answer. <laughs> okay, Mike, of the members of town meeting... <laughs> The members of town meeting, fuck, marry, kill. Okay, go ahead right now. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It's oh, not enough of us. I am, I am, I am completely abstaining. <laughs> I'm going to be a priest on this one. I'm completely abstaining. What? We, got, we got a Timmy text, but it's a rare positive Timmy text. Going to hop on Zoom in 10 minutes. No. All right. And then him and Shu can talk about fish and smoking weed for the next two and a half hours. Uh-huh. Mike, you may find this story pretty interesting or, or not. I'm just killing time, right? So um, <laughs> the very first time that I went to go see them play, the town meeting play, was at this little amphitheater park in Boston. That was and your first time, that show? Yeah, that, I remember. That was the first show, yeah. That was a fun one. And – uh and I, so I hadn't, I met Tim. I hadn't really, really met anybody else yet. Still kind of post-show. And during that set, Babe wandered off for like 10 minutes. And I was like, why did that guy go off? This, why is he off the stage? And then find out that he was completely gone and he didn't need to be there. So he just walked off and was talking with other people and then came back for his part. Little did I know that that's like going to be a re- reoccurring theme for the next year and a half during most live shows especially long ones that babe disappears and comes back when he wants to when he has to do something he's going to do drugs mike i'm pretty sure he was wow. on acid i'm pretty yeah. sure he, i'm pretty sure he took acid before that show 
Jesus. Yeah. He probably thought he was going to meet Jim Morrison <laughs> on the side of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> might have been, he might have met him. True. Who played – who was it? Was it Kilmer who played Morrison? Or uh, what am yeah. I thinking of? Yeah, it was Val Kilmer. Yeah, was Val yeah, Kilmer. yeah. So he babe had his own true romance, only instead of Elvis, Val Kilmer played Morrison in his fantasies. Wow. That's very, like, 60s, 70s, to, like, kind of wander in and out of the show like that. That is Babe. He, he's, yeah. he's in the 60s and 70s. He might be. He might or be the, traveling around time early, with Neil. Or the early, ni- like, the 90s, the, you know. The Horde tour in the 90s. Yeah. Derek texted me, too. He goes, I said, I said, Derek, Zoom with us tonight. And then he just texted me and said, I'm chilling with Abby. <laughs> so I said, so what? Hop on anyway. But that nothing. You know what and, I should do? I should later after we get off the call, I should message the Facebook and just tell everyone that I'm really disappointed in them. <laughs> do it right now. All three of us should be like, we just want to say we're really disappointed in you guys. <laughs> <laughs> And just make make Derek feel really bad. He won't though. Is the thing he just won't care. He will a little bit. Babe is the one that I'm surprised. I thought he would for sure hop on, but I guarantee he does not know how to use Zoom. Like I think there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, Mike's gone. Oh, he's out. See he's done. Hold on. Hold on. He's taking his clothes off for a sec. <laughs> he wants to show us his box. <laughs> It's his box in a box. These are my Smiths. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is Echo, and these are the Bunny Men. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got his Garage Doors Plus sweatshirt on. That's right. Garage Doors Plus, proud sponsor of the Breaking the Ice podcast. Mm. What's going on on BTI these days? You guys, uh, what, anything new? Any updates? Oh, is this some um, Long May You BTI? Uh-huh. That podcast. Long may you shoe. We want to find out what's going on in all things in Mike's life. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard from Josh or Isaiah in the past four days, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Josh is running around like a chicken with his head cut off because his wife is pregnant and she's starting to, you know, freak out about things. And he's And also Josh doesn't know. seem like the kind of guy who handles that well. I, I, I know. Just, I'm, I'm worried for his child. I'm thinking of calling DCF now. <laughs> just beat him to it. And just like say, just be on call, you know, for this guy. Cause he's, it's not abusive. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Just 24 hours. Just checking right. in surveillance. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Pop in every now and then make sure right. things are okay. Yeah. I, actually, I feel like he'll be a really good dad. I just feel like he just won't handle being married to a pregnant woman. Well, I feel like he just not to, quote Crispin again, but I just can't handle that kind of stress right now. <laughs> Josh kind of is a Crispin Glover type, isn't he? He's little very Crispin-y. He's a little bit Crispin-y, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he hangs up with Mike rats. Has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's half the time, Russ. That's I'm... true. What's it like being in a van with us for 20-plus uh, hours, Mike? I've, I've learned to zone and tone people out most of my life, that van ride was no different. <laughs> okay. What was it like driving from Dallas to Denver with the town meeting boys? Considering that most of you were sleeping for most of that, that it was uh, a good portion quiet. of that. Russ, a good, yeah. A good yeah portion Russ, of that was, the two was with of us me. Yeah. Chatting. Yeah. I remember we talked about a lot of our music influences and stuff. Cause I remember you telling yeah. me that, uh, that stuff 
because I'm in, I like the band and Neil and Crosby Stills. And you know, I remember you saying that, how that was, you know, sort of. And Mike was like, what are you, my dad? What did, what did my dad send you? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quickly changed the playlist and started playing fear and all that kind of stuff. And, huh. you know, woke the whole, woke the whole place up. Were you into Fishbone? <sighs> I like Fishbone, but that was like, I was more like madness, English beat specials. Oh Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. You're bringing yeah, up ska yeah, bands. Yeah. And Luke is yeah. going to lose his shit because Luke hates ska. Because I think he's kind of a racist. <laughs> I don't hate ska. I just hate shitty music. And ska happens to be the shittiest of all the genres of music. So yeah. it's just, you know. And this is coming from a guy who only a few days ago covered Creed and Hootie and the Blowfish on a live stream I did. So, you know, I have good taste is what I'm trying to say. And. We actually, I actually got to talk to you guys about something. I was actually hoping for. A I'm not couple. laundering the thirty bucks you made from your live stream. <laughs> no, no, this isn't necessarily about that. Only it okay. relates a little bit. Okay. I, I, I was. Go I'm gonna you, wait for Tim. You want your manager to hear this? Is that okay? No, no, no. I. <sighs> all right. So. All right, Timmy's gonna hop on any second, so he'll. I'm sure he'll have an opinion on this. But, uh, Are you pregnant too? No, no, no. I uh, Timmy sent me a Reverb.com link for a guitar. Oh, it looks yeah, like yeah. it looks like old black. Here he is. All right, let me admit the old Tim Bones. There he is. Hey, oh, hey, man, gentlemen, Tim, what's up, Timmy? Timmy's got some weed tea going. I can see yeah, it in his eyes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Willie Nelson podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Timmy, I'm just about to uh, discuss a serious matter with these gentlemen, and you're involved in this. All right. Is it how many times he says Winnipeg in that goddamn song? <laughs> no, but stop making fun of fucking Don't Be Denied. That song rules. And he says, that's a great song. He says Winnipeg like 30 times. He's from there, man. Uh, yeah, cool. I, I'm from here, but I'm not going to say, you know, <laughs> Nine wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. If this is the point you're about to make, why don't you tell us the name of your uh, your solo venture, Tim? Yeah, it's called the Crockerville Mountaineer. Right. So, who are you to say uh, names about where you're from? Oh, I thought you were gonna go with how I actually have a song called Gibson Road, where well, I that as well. Where I'm from, like <laughs> that's true. You definitely say Gibson Road way more times than Neil says Winnipeg in that song. That is directly influenced by Neil. All right, listen. We're talking about a serious matter because I need some advice. Timmy sent me a link for a guitar about a week ago. Yes. It, he said, this looks just like old black. This is right up your alley. And so I sent an offer. The offer was about 500 bucks. They accepted the offer. So I bought the guitar. Yeah. That was the right decision. I have not told my wife yet. And it's going to be here like tomorrow. It's fine. Just I, tell her it's in my garage. She's never going to know. <laughs> What? What do I? I honestly got no, no. But the thing is, I have to work tomorrow, and it's a signature required shipment. Mm. Mm. Is mm. she going to be home all day? Yes. Mm. It's yeah. probably not going to come tomorrow because of the weather. Does that one of your yeah. kids sign it? They take care of all the other kids anyway. Yeah. I just don't. But I, I mean, eventually, I gotta. I, the thing is, I I had an opening and I didn't take it. You know that window where you're like, I should just mention this. It'll, she'll be mad, but I just got to get it out of the way. And I didn't. And now there's really no way to explain a guitar showing up at my doorstep. I don't know. I think I <laughs> fucked up. Just tell her it was my fault. 
It's I'm going to just say it's Tim's. He had it shipped yeah, here. That's what you yeah. should say. It's there Tim's. Thank God she doesn't. And then Tim decided he doesn't need a left-handed guitar, and decided to give it to Luke as a gift. That's perfect. Yeah, there was an accidental ship of of a type of guitar that is only like one percent of guitars made. Yeah, what a fun coincidence, though. And Tim said I could keep it, no charge. I mean, if if you really think it's going to be a big deal, just tell her that Town Meeting bought it. Also, also. And here's a, to find a silver lining, in case you're worried, she'll never, ever hear this. Right. Ever will she listen oh, to this. Oh, are we podcast. live right now? Yeah, she's not going to listen to this. She yeah, doesn't listen to these podcasts. So at least you don't have to worry about her finding out via No, this. that's why, literally, I could tell you guys anything right, right. now. There's she no way she'd Neil ever Young, find right? She's not a, she doesn't really like Neil Young that much. Your wife doesn't like Neil My Young that much either. not like Neil Young. She's not so weird. That wow. our wives don't Wait, like Neil shoot, Young. Does your wife like Neil Young? She loves Neil Young. She really? saw the Ragged Glory tour. That's sick. That's She's seen awesome. Neil a bunch of times. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Luke, you said that Leanna didn't hate um, uh, Unplugged, right? Yeah, but it's because she, every time we go somewhere, I put on whatever record we're into that week. So she's like all of us coming off the 80s. So it wasn't Unplugged, it was Harvest Moon that she like. Oh, oh, oh that's actually after. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves that album. Everyone yeah. loves Harvest Moon. Yeah. yeah, except for Mike. Mike doesn't like. Mike only likes that weird soundtrack record. Mike doesn't. Mike doesn't like I, it because Elvis own... Costello's not in it. <laughs> I own. Don't rank on Elvis Costello. I don't like it. I Brian, I'm with Russ. Elvis Costello sucks. <laughs> I was. I almost cried this afternoon. When Dustin, when you find out. Oh, I thought you were gonna say when Dustin. Uh, we found out Dustin Diamond passed away. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, so like I guess like Costello's mom passed away today, and his write-up about his mom was tremendous. Really? And yeah, he, it's on his Facebook page. I was like, man, great. Yeah, but and then I got then you were like, get on the podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> great. He came on literally weeping. Yeah. Were you fresh off a of cry? <laughs> Costello good, I was just a, little, just a little bit, you know. Now, is that why you were salty with me in our other group chat? Uh oh, a little saltiness going on. I wasn't salty at all. I was I was there was salt, no salt at all. Shaker, baby, shaking all over the place. Timmy. Like, oh, Timmy's coming in hot. hot. Timmy's coming high. in hot. He's got a hot <laughs> high going. Because <laughs> I didn't tag him in the imitator post, which I said was my. That's my bad. I oh yeah, Town Meeting has a new single coming out in March. Everyone should. uh Follow us on Instagram and Fod- Fodify. Jeez. Fodify. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite. And, and, I, and I told him. It's all, yeah, it's just Fodify. Fodify. Uh, I, I told him there's no salt there. I don't care if I get tagged for stuff. It's not necessarily about that. Mike, so relax. Like, now oh, you're getting a little okay salty, salty with us, all right? Stop crying, Mike. Oh, <laughs> salty Mike today. <laughs> He's a salty Mike. You didn't know Allison. I'm assuming that was Elvis Costello's mom's name. <laughs> no, it was Veronica. <laughs> Veronica that was, was his grandmother. Russ, if you oh, got it wrong, grandmother. Oh, okay. Russ, if you got it wrong, don't worry. Accidents will happen. Okay. It's Abbott. Abbott Costello. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, we were saying before you got on that uh, we knew we, we we weren't sure if you were going to come on. You were a fifty fifty. Derek is definitely a no, but Babe, we're still convinced he's still trying to get on and just unable to figure out how Zoom yeah. works. Does, does he have a computer? Fucking piece of shit! 
Babe tried um, precisely one time and then gave up. Slam, he's breaking his new couch right now. Does, does he have yeah, a computer? Was he trying to his couch back. over his head? <sighs> Was he trying to get on Man, on a landline? like, babe, no! Oh, fuck! Babe, just calm down. It's going to be okay. We'll get you on the podcast. Fuck! <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh. Timmy did come in hot, though. He just called Mike salty. Mike's not happy about that either. He doesn't want to be known as the salty yeah, manager. Especially with his fucking lava lamp going behind him. <laughs> Timmy, you yeah. finally got a chance. Well, not really Timmy so much, but Mike. You can finally talk to someone else who likes uh, that shitty band. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> you can finally you talk know? to someone who likes Why? fish. Why? Well, fish is great. Fish is awesome. Yeah, Jason Isbell even said yesterday I know, I saw he that. holds Trey in high regard. He's a good dude. And Listen, I actually have been listening to Fish randomly recently. I actually really like Fish, but I don't want to admit it yet. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Mike, did you grow up with Fish? Um, no, I well, I didn't really hear them until college. I saw them at UMass Amherst. They opened for Canned Heat. Oh, on one of the, uh, one I would want to see Canned Heat for yeah, sure. That, they mean, were pretty awesome, too. They were really good, but fish, you know, that was my first exposure and the whole vacuum cleaner, you know, and John Fishman wearing a dress and the trampolines. And I was like, this is fucked up, but for some reason it's, it's a lot of fun. I will say there are every, awesome musicians though. So every live, every live fish video that people have sent me has been very entertaining. Yeah. They, they know, seem they, like they put on a really good show. They do. They know how to put on a good show and they've done it all themselves. You know, yeah. They, yeah that's the other thing. Yeah. You know they're they're a total DIY band and and uh, um, but the trampoline thing that freaked me out. I'm like they're actually gonna bounce on trampolines and play. Yeah. Nils does this that. Is, this is bullshit. Neil does that. No Nils. <laughs> oh Nils. <laughs> yeah. You said Neil does that. You guys Nils. ready to see me do a couple of jumping jacks? <laughs> There's zero chance Neil ever. Does. I can do a I can do a fucking gainer. <laughs> it's from the Lost Circus album. <laughs> Dear Lord, um, I'm glad you're listening to Fish, though, Luke. That's great. Yeah, a little bit. Well, because we're basically morphing into a weird hybrid of like folk, jam, music, rock. Like we're kind of becoming a very odd and I, genre. And I'm all for it. I and am I'm too. All for it. There you go, man. But I mean, I mean, when we this one's called the Winnipeg Triple Double. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on the Neil trampoline thing. Sorry, keep going with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I just wanted to throw in a Winnipeg for Timmy. Winnipeg. Timmy, though, that song, though, that's fun to cover, you got to admit. Luke, every time I say something on the podcast, I want, after I'm done talking, you to slice in just Winnipeg. You will do that. It's not going to happen. That's way too much. <laughs> every time. Winnipeg. I just no. did, like, four for you. No, but every time Mike... Uh, Manager Mike talks. I am gonna put the sound of someone shaking salt. Just, I'm gonna just do call that. He's <laughs> calling Marshall Mathers from now on. And I'll put like some new wave song. Like I'll put like uh, what's that song? Friday, I'm in love. Yeah, you put like straight Yeah, there you go. Put the hood up, man. Yeah, Sisters of Mercy, all the way. And then I'll find a sound sample that says "Fuck you, Dad." Fuck off, you still the nasty guy! 
ridiculous. Um, Timmy, it's good that you're. It's good we finally got you on. We were supposed to have you on for old ways. Something yep. came up, you couldn't come on to that. And then I threw out to you last minute to come on during Harvest Moon, but it was too last minute. Yeah, I've but, been uh, missing out. Uh, Timmy couldn't come on to old ways because he was hanging out with my boy. It's probably true. Come on, Ooh. man. My boy, that's fucking. Isn't that a song from Old Ways? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Come on, man. I blocked Old Ways out of my head. I hated that album. Hey, you that actually like that album, album, Tim? Um, I like like four songs on it. It's because Tim loves Willie's. He loves Willie Nelson, and he loves Willie's Reserve brand of uh, of weed. So, um, but I like the songs that Whalen produced. Uh, it's. I thought it was, I don't know, it was just fun. Like, it's not, he's never going to be Willie Nelson or Waylon Jennings. Like, that's not who Neil is. But I think he appreciates that style of music. And so the fact that he was like, fuck it, I'm going to bring these dudes in and we're going to make this record, I thought was a cool just choice that he made. Yeah, I, I like it too. Have you heard Depression Blues? Which oh, didn't yeah. happen on the album. Yeah. But it's on Lucky 13. Oh, really? Yeah, um, I think I'd you know, like that, that and my boy. Yeah. You know, those are those Check are one, awesome man. tunes because I think the rest of the songs on the album, he's kind of. I always say this: he's putting on an act. Like it does he's feel like that country. Me, yeah. He's trying to sing like George Jones. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and no and, one uh, sings like George Jones. So yeah, but he's he's giving it a try, and it's just to me that just seems like it's it takes away a lot. Yeah, from the songs and stuff like that. I agree with you. I And that's why I just view it through the lens of he brought in friends to m- try to make a record that sounds like his friends. Yeah. Just yeah. as a fun, not like it's so much as an artistic thing, but like, I think he literally thought like, this will be fun. That was my Neil. It's not good. And he had the money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do a Neil, all you have to do is say, yeah, there you go. Um, no, I agree. If Depression Blues had made it onto Old Ways, I think it would have changed my whole perspective of that album. And I still don't think it's as bad as some of the other stuff in the 80s, but it really doesn't grab me like a lot of the other stuff does. And it's it still is weird to me that it's not – like, he that's not on Spotify. He's chosen to keep that one off. Yeah. Because so even he knows it's bad, but he still puts Landing on Water on Spotify. I know. You know? What does that probably tell you? Probably because the cooch fucking – like yeah, the cooch probably to. got points on it and he's got to pay up, you know? Yeah. But it really irks me that he's not going to release that first old ways session he did in 83, which yeah. depression blues came from, which sounds so much better to me, but he's going to put out that friggin' yacht rock album he made in Hawaii that we were talking about earlier, the Island and the sun sessions there. He's, gonna that, call man. It, he's calling it what I wrote it down. Cause it's friggin' hilarious. He, he called it. Uh, oh, he's going to call it Johnny's Island. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the album. It's fucking Johnny's Island. This is Johnny's Island. Is that going to be like another character? Like the? Is yeah. he going to be like that's his Jimmy Buffett character? I can't that's, wait. God, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I, I want Neil Young singing "Pencil Thin Mustache" now. Oh God, please! You've heard of Jimmy Buffett. You've heard of Waterface. Now meet Johnny Bird. <laughs> Johnny Bird Island. Johnny, Johnny Bird lives on Johnny's Island. Johnny Bird Train. <laughs> Cold train, kind of. Uh, that's pretty Bird good. Train. I like Don. I like that. Timmy, <laughs> what's your favorite Neil album? If you had to pick one, gun to your head. It would be Harvest. Really? 
Yeah, hundred percent. Because that was my first exposure to Neil Young. My that was the only Neil album my dad had in the house, and I found it and I just like wore it out. So. I would have pegged you for more of his like electric stuff, like uh, like even something like Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere or something like that. Yeah, no, or Zuma. I, no, those are good records, but no, for me, it's it's definitely Harvest, and then after the Gold Rush, really close behind. Yeah, those two. After the gold rush is still probably I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but uh, on the beach is is always been a sneaky favorite for me. See, that's an album I've just I haven't spent time listening to. So. Not a lot. Yeah, that's one that kind of get, goes under the radar, but is that and and then we've all talked about it a bunch recently. But comes a time. I'm sorry. Um, time fades away. Time fades away. Yeah, it, that one I haven't listened to a bunch. Comes a time to do like a lot. That's top for me they, do, they don't like that one either and i i, no, I like comes, i like comes the time a lot when was the last time you listened to uh stars and bars american stars and bars because that's a you oh, that's it that. that's a timmy album that's a timmy record it's man bad. you would fucking love that one i'll, I'll give it a listen yeah it's been a i'm while. telling you saddle up the palomino and throw that one on man you'll want to bite the yeah. bullet all this is long. this is tim hopping on the podcast finally and we're like have you listened to this one and this one and this one and also this one and this one why haven't you listened to all these right now today oh, i'm a normal person <laughs> Listen, that's that's because he has a life okay shut up mike just because you like eulogy more than any of our other other songs doesn't mean you I can can't help it if that's me. like my favorite tune on the album <laughs> yeah. sorry jesus tune. christ just because <laughs> you like dark music the song is literally called eulogy yeah. speaking of which timmy's got a, a solo record he's doing a solo record mike i'm making a solo record man is it all about death um, probably i mean it's also about drugs Okay, cool. Those are my two favorite things. <laughs> All right, then you'll be into it, man. I mean, death, drugs, and Crispin Glover. <laughs> you can make it happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that one got Mike. <laughs> uh, and also, Timmy and Mike have a new record label, and you guys are talking about starting a podcast. Is that a thing that I heard? Yeah. That's that's. I'll let Mike talk about it. Don't no. be salty about it, though. Mike, don't be salty. Talk about it. Luke has definitely got a sprinkle going right now in post. Tim, myself, but really kind of the brainchild of like George and Andrew, right? No one knows and, who those uh, people are. One day, well, so George, two friends of ours, and George is an artist himself. Well, they're both in. Anyway, two other friends, right? So the idea of the podcast, and since we're going to be using Andrew's studio, Black Lodge Studios, um, we'll be able to bring some people in and actually record something and talk to them and do band stuff. And then alternate that with industry people coming in and talking about how one, how they got in there and, and talk about how they interact with bands and, and kind of go back and forth with that. Yeah. Nice. So my, you did, you did uh, a whole battery big, thing came on. You did a whole big plug, but you did not mention the name of the label. Yeah, that so I, I was going to say, uh, lesson number one, I, always I, mention the name of the band. Or, or if you're like, my, if you're like Mike Chu, the first time you announce it, <laughs> right? Get it wrong improperly. <laughs> that was well planned, Russ. Come on, you got to know. So we started a label. Me, Mike, two of our friends. It's called Dead Archer. Um, and yeah, the goal is just to to kind of help help people not run into a lot of the same problems we did as artists starting out. Uh, I know that's kind of the heart behind it too. Just making sure bands don't get screwed. So and, and people can follow you on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, all of the all of the stuff. Media, media, just look up Dead Archer. Media. It's a skeleton 
Yeah, Dead sorts. Archer label. I think, Dead Archer right? label. If Mike had blonde hair, he would look like Warren Zevon's first album with that big red background. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just waiting for Johnny to strike up the band. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, Gun, that's a great Mike. record, man. It's so good. What do you Warren, think of Zevon, Chu? I love Warren Zevon. He's so Dave good. doesn't know how to turn his yeah. fucking... He's yeah, now he's he's Audio not gonna be able to video. Yeah, he's on mute and no video. We babe, got ba- Babe finally joining us in the last fifteen minutes, and he's muted and his video is gone. <laughs> he's here though. I feel his ear. I can see him. I feel his. I feel him in my heart. <laughs> this is great that we said he would be the one that wouldn't know how to figure it out. Hey, he figured it out. I think. He oh, he's it. got his audio on. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only only an hour and a half late, babe, man, but you made it up. No, I've been logged on the whole time just listening to you guys talk shit. (laughs) There's no way, man, we would see that. Zero chance. (laughs) Uh, What's what's going on? How's it going? Fucking baked out of his gourd, too. From the spin doctors, man. (laughs) Jesus. Wait, hang on. Is he still live from Rogan's studio? What's going on? He's in the red room? (laughs) Shoot. What's up, Mike? Two. Everybody, what's with the red rooms? Two mics. Welcome to the fold. Jeez, I should have got a red room. Yeah, you got to get the red room. It's part of the cult. All right, so now we we have Babe and Tim on from our band town meeting. Uh, Babe is finally here. We got about 15 minutes left of this nonsense. And uh, he looks like a young, disheveled Chad Stokes from Dispatch. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> He's got some kind of a, some kind of a photography yeah. light going. He's He's really, really, yeah, what the fuck? Are, are you standing? standing? Yeah. The only light I got. No, we're losing power. What do you want me to do? How's the couch? Saving the it's freaking great. Oh, yeah. He put together a couch after our, our we did a little showcase the other day. The babe man had to rush out to put a couch together. Couch. That's, that's a long, fine nice, couch. That's a nice couch, babe man. That's nice. Classic well, long couch, too. Whoa. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going to sit right here on the couch and listen to you boys talk about some Neil for the next 15. No, that's not what this is. You know? <laughs> I don't even think we talked about Neil for 15. <laughs> it is, man. You have to tell us about yeah you yeah. like Neil said keep on rocking in the free world man that's it yeah what Tim said what's your favorite Neil record babe uh, I don't know um, geez I like I like the the one I wanted to come on for the newer one was the one where he sings about freaking uh, Black Rock City and. GMOs. What's that one, Russ, man? Oh, Monsanto? The Monsanto years? Yeah, the Monsanto, the Monsanto years. That's not my favorite. It's not my favorite one. I can't pick a favorite right now, but that's it's, the one I figured I'd like, come on. To pick a favorite. I feel like Babe's, more, Babe's are probably an after the gold rush guy. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, love it. I love after the gold rush. It's a classic album. I watched, I, I watched the Heart of Gold movie today with Neil because I knew uh, I was supposed to come on this thing. And that's just like a live, the live concert. Yeah. Is that the one at the uh, Ryman Auditorium? Yeah, at the Ryman. Yeah, that's a Jonathan Demi film. We were talking oh, about yeah. Jonathan Demi. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's good. That's Emmy Lou Harris is, is with him on that one, right? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And, yeah. I enjoyed that. That was nice. Nice. Love me some Emmy Lou and some BK. 
we got to talk about his films more. The, maybe we can do an episode on the Jonathan Demi trilogy. Yeah. He did. He did three movies with Demi. Um, Big Ben's fucking lighting up a goddamn bong right now. Yeah. He's, well, boys got to do what he's got to do. See if we can hear that. Reefer. <laughs> Shoe, if you're wondering what green rooms look like for a town meeting show, this is pretty much it. Is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not that far off. Well, if he's going to do it, I'm going to do it. I got to break out the old Slayer Bowl. There we go. He's got the old Slayer pipe. So, Babe has definitely been like really hammered at shows, but I don't know if he's yeah, ever been too fun. high. Timmy has been, no, uh, Timmy has been wicked high at certain shows. <laughs> Some of my, some of my best, I feel some of my best. But you don't. We no one really notices, like because you're you're just. I feel like you're pretty much high a lot. Tim used to be straight edge, Mike. I don't know if you knew this. Really? Yeah. From how like, long? How long were you straight edge? From twenty one to thirty one. I played in like punk and hardcore bands. Oh my god! You were straight edge bands too? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Okay. I can only imagine. I mean, I no disrespect to like. You know, they probably covered i can only imagine but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> what what got you off like what how'd you fall off the wagon us oh, oh this, I, I met these guys no 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 let me explain mike let me explain how this happened okay so timmy joined the band and he was straight edge and he he has like straight edge tattoos and everything. He's like full I'm on straight edge. Yeah. And you then the you don't have big X's. Oh, you don't have the big X's on your hands. And... I have it on my shin. Oh, okay. Yeah. He does have the big X. Yeah. Just promises Kevin. But then he met he met the boys in town meeting. He jo- actually weirdly enough, Timmy was part of the band before before even Babe was, and then but Babe hopped on soon after. And uh, Babe is Babe is the antithesis of straight edge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so no, no edge but timmy had been flirting. timmy wanted he i don't know if he'll admit it but he was definitely flirting with the idea for a while and then we got booked to play the magic hat stage for the willie nelson show and he's like oh, i'm definitely gonna break edge for the show and it's just like just in case like i don't know like he just was making up all these excuses and he wanted us to be the reason he broke edge but you were on your way with or without yeah. us, I feel like. No, I, I probably was at that point. And like, like before I was straight edge, I listened to fish in high school and smoked a lot of weed. Oh, okay. All right. Like, it, it was one of those things where, you know, I, I fell in that Massachusetts hardcore scene and uh, right. my friends were straight edge. And I was like, yeah, solidarity. Yeah. Drinking Diet Cokes at the VFW. It's yeah. also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. It's also this far removed from it. I mean, Tim like myself struggles with anxiety, but hit him way worse than me. I can't even imagine Tim not smoking weed at this point. No. I don't even know what you would look like at this point. Yeah, I'd be a, I'd be a wreck. Especially yeah, just turn into a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into a rat and then Crispin Glover would come in and scoop him up. Did you, to, did you go to fish shows, like fish shows, like totally straight edge? Uh, you no, 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 no. Did you go it, to fish shows? No, when okay. when I was straight edge, I stopped going. So I saw fish a lot of times up until hiatus, and then I didn't see them after hiatus until last year. Oh wow! I don't think you're legally allowed to go to fish shows sober. I don't. I yeah, I think, I think that is that. a rule. Yeah. yeah, 
that sounds right to me. But yeah, so I took a big break for fish. Um, and, and I didn't listen to a ton of jam bands outside of the Grateful Dead, probably, uh, for a lot of those years. Wow. You know what else is funny, Tushu? When uh, Timmy joined the band, he was like anti-country. And now he's <laughs> like he's the biggest country guy. He's like the biggest country guy in the band. Wow. No, That's the true. difference is I don't, I'm talking about country music like, there's shitty country music like Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, which is still and always shitty. And then there's hey, we have Faith Hill next week. Be careful, please. Like, well, tell her her music is shitty. Mike's over the corner. I just booked you guys. That's <laughs> different than like George Jones, Willie Nelson, good country music. Right. The, Guy yeah. Clark, Chris Christopherson, stuff like that. Crispin Glover. Yeah. Crispin Glover, right? Yep. <laughs> Tim, Tim uh, wasn't here for Crispin Glover. You should you should do that again for him. I'm not going to play more Crispin Glover. I'm not going to give the audience that much Crispin Glover. They don't deserve it yet. Play, you should play that album but, but, before you guys go on stage. 100% I would do that. <laughs> oh, we're definitely coming out to Clown, Clown, we're Clown. Coming out to Clown and Clown, Clown. Got to come out to that. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, man, did you know Crispin Glover has a record of music? Who? Crispin Glover from Back to the Future. Oh, God. Fucking George McFly. Oh, man. That's weird. I would probably listen to it. Yeah, you guys would fucking drop acid to it. You guys should do a cover. Like, can I just explain something to you, like, about Babe? This is why, this is why Babe's one of my favorite people on the planet. We played in uh, Traverse City, Michigan, like, three years ago. I love those shows. And we... It was on Babe's birthday, and it, I don't know if you know Traverse City, Michigan at all, but it's like right on Lake Michigan, and there's a whole bunch of dunes, like sand dunes, like miles and miles of sand dunes. Wow. So we had two nights there, and after the first night, we said, let's go out, hike the dunes. It's Babe's birthday. We'll do that, and then we'll like go out to this restaurant. We'll get some like seafood or whatever. So Babe, <laughs> about, a, about a half a mile into this hike, Pulls out a baggie of mushrooms. <laughs> it was a big bag. And none of us do mushrooms. I don't even think Timmy does mushrooms. Oh, no. And, he, and we're like, babe, we don't do shrooms. He's like, yeah, man. Happy birthday to me. And he just downs the whole bag. Oh, my God. I, and it was just like, but it wasn't Wait, like. getting that night and he was fine. He was fine. That's the fine. thing that's so, totally like wild about I, it. I mean, I do remember there were times along the, the track on the dunes where he just stopped and stood for like 10 minutes. Just, that's what the Indian was talking to him. Just, well, just, you know, I, I remember the I had was to... Neil Young. <laughs> on yeah. trampoline. It was, it was Val Kilmer. I was literally on the beach. Oh, oh, oh nice. Good. Russman sent me that one on the road uh, on the beach to listen to. That's a good one. That's no, I remember, one. I remember having to piss, though, when I was tripping. And there was, like you said, we were in the dunes. There was absolutely nowhere. <laughs> and there was tourists everywhere. There's so many. Us so, included. That was almost a moment of, of uh, you know, uh-oh. But luckily there was, like, one shrub. And I went and, like, <laughs> lied in it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we also also this time last year we were in dallas we played a show in dallas and then we had to drive to denver and do you remember our first night in dallas 
no one brought weed because Texas is still very anti-marijuana. Yeah, and yeah, we didn't fly with it. Timmy survived, but well, Bader, actually, I brought. Um, well, we're oh pretty I brought sure edibles. That, we're pretty sure that Tim got COVID too. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. And that was he might have brought it Babe, into Massachusetts. When we, once we got into Colorado, <laughs> once we got into Colorado, and Babe found the first weed shop. No, him and Timmy. Literally two hours before we got to Colorado, they were like Moses looking into the promised land, yeah. googling every every medicinal shop. Telling us exactly hey, Luke, where to if stop. You think, if you uh, think that was just two hours prior, because Tim had told me where he wanted to stop, like day before. a week before. <laughs> we're 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 gonna we're gonna we're, we'll hit there. If we leave there, we're gonna hit this town right when they open. We're going right here. They they carry Willie. But okay, so but correct me if I'm wrong. So we get into da- we fly into Dallas. We rent the van and we have a night to kill before we're playing. Yeah, I, in had, Dallas. I had edibles that night. Oh, did you? You Just obviously you didn't share with Babe because I did give Babe Man one of them. Okay, it wasn't enough because me and, yeah. me and Babe Tim's dosage is uh, not even enough for me to it was feel ten milligrams. So me and Babe. Up shared a room that night and i remember waking up at like one in the morning and he was just gone just not in the room and then i heard the next day that he was wandering around downtown dallas looking for homeless dudes to to give him weed no i just fed a bunch of homeless dudes at the 7-eleven did they hook you up yeah, well, I was already. I bought some weed from some guy off the street. He was like, "Oh, I'm about to buy some right now. I'm gonna run into this car and meet my buddy. Give me the money right now, and I'll run in for you." That sounds. I was like, I was, I was like, I was born at night, buddy, but not last night. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, "Whatever, you're lost." And I was like, "All right." I, I started walking away, and then he gets out of the car, and he's like, "Yo, yo!" And then I, and I, he calls for me. I run back. We go up into some freaking. Of, you know, apartment complex or something like that. And, and then he just rips me off a big fat nug and I give him like 10 or 20 bucks. I can't remember. And it was really good shit. But, we definitely wow. that oh, and that's I why tried, we got sick. Tried to make it last all the way. Until, Wait, can uh, you tell also the first time I got, uh, like I knew about the coronavirus was from Babe. Because remember you went into that one shop and you yeah. said the lady was like freaking you out like she. Yeah. Was, None of us that, were really. What was that? Tell the, tell what that what happened there. No, I mean I don't think this any was of us Jan- did. January. This was shoe. Uh, literally this time last this year. This was January. Yeah. January twenty twenty. Yeah, this week. Yeah, this week. The it was the COVID. it was the weekend Kobe died. Right. Yeah, right. We were, yeah, yeah, we, we, were, were we, we were at Red Rocks. We'd be in. Uh, we were at Red Rocks. Oh yeah. we would be back in Dallas, but yeah. I was so, dying in the So bed. babe, tell tell that story cuz that that was that was pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't think any of us had been keeping up with, you know, the news or you know, whatever was well, going on. Well, it wasn't on. really it wasn't it was weird. It, it wasn't really news It, it wasn't much. It yeah. wasn't much, you know, but anybody who is an avid news watcher probably knew and I walked into the dispensary like probably one of the first ones and they were like, "Hey babe, <laughs> right and like me and tim already had a, me and tim already had like a, it was a cough we were, yeah we were, we were already starting hey. to feel a little sick or at least i was for sure yeah. and then the girl was and i was like you know talking to her a little while i was waiting and you know like oh yeah I'm, you know we from massachusetts and blah, blah blah just flew here she's like oh you've been traveling she's like you should be careful you know yeah. they're saying that that the the virus out there right now is you know you know blah 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 you should be really careful traveling right is now. this the part of the podcast where babe admits that he was patient zero 
in the United States. Oh, no. well, I was <laughs> eating bats at that place, but I didn't think that was what yeah. you know what did when, it. Like the fried yeah. bat. That's what the the homeless Dallas guy sold the babe was. He thought it was a nug, but really it was a fucking bat wing. It was just bat shit. <laughs> it was guano, baby. Called a strain of it weed. Was really frosty bat shit. Yeah, but I remember you coming back to the van. And you were a little freaked out. You're like, "Gosh, it's the the chicken there just kept saying some some shit about China virus." Yeah. And and uh, the only and thing then, I I remember about Denver is we took full advantage of those scooters oh, we were zipping around on those scooters and yeah, but I, AFK whatever, spot and whatever case of virus we might have had going into denver couldn't keep up with us on those no, we couldn't we we scooted away from the coronavirus on those scoots but i remember going into like a few dispensaries with babe because i wanted some cbd because i was feeling super anxious and i don't really smoke weed that much or at all really it's, uh, but uh, I wanted to get some CBD, and every dispenser I went into, they're like, you mean like 50% CBD? And no I'm like, way. no, like just CBD. And they're like, oh, like you want like 25% CBD. And I'm like, no, 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 just CBD. Just. And they, were, they looked at me like the guy, the teacher in Willy Wonka when he said he only had one chocolate bar. Right. They're like, you mean 100? No, 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 just one. Huh? And I did not find any pure CBD in Denver. They were like, oh, you want psilocybin? No, no, no. I want CBD. That's not it at all. Was that you actually trying to say it? (laughs) Wait, what? Was that you really trying to say it? What? You just said psilocybin. Yeah, that's mushrooms. No, he said psilocybin. No, he didn't. He said psilocybin. I said psilocybin. Uh, <laughs> he said yeah, psilocybin. Don't, don't Listen, like I, don't, I don't do shrooms either, all right? I don't know what you want from me. Fuck off. Anyway. You shrooms for anxiety too, man. You should think about that. Yeah. Microdosing, you know, just a little bit. I actually heard oh, microdose. I just, you. I would try that. I would try yeah, a tiny little microdose. Take the I, mushrooms. Take I don't the psychedelic know, pill. Oh! oh! All right. Man, dropping the Neil album. <laughs> I'm excited to get to that one, actually. I'm excited to go on tour, boys. I can't wait to play music again. Hang on. Let's take the journey through the past here. Which ones have we covered? On, oh! <laughs> <laughs> you, just go- you just Google Neil Young album? Of course. Do you think I know these on top of my head? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the past isn't a. It's not an album. I don't think but. it's a. It it. There's an album attached to it. Yeah, I have it. A soundtrack. Yeah, that's a great version of them working out words on it. Yeah, that's part of it. I, think. I do love that song though. And yeah, even words, though the, journey. The other yeah. guys, words, I, mean, I don't think you guys oh, like that one as much. Which one? Yeah, journey through the past. Oh, well, that's, I'm going yeah, back I like that to Canada. That's a song. Oh yeah, that's on Time Fades Away, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, and there's some really good covers of it. Remember, there's a, there's great covers of that. So I was gonna say, there's it's on um, the movie 180 Degrees South is a good one. They have a good cover of that. Yeah, I played it. I think went for that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll play that. Classic Neil. I'm fucking drunk, boys. All right. Well, I'm stoned. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think Mike, you, you smoke, Mike? A yeah, little he, bit. He hit his Slayer pipe. Oh, I'm just joking, Russ. Yeah, he hit the Slayer pipe. There you go, guys. Can we can we talk about the fact that most bongs look like dicks? Can we just discuss that? 
or no? Most, no one's ever. Most bulls, most bulls do look like wangs. Yeah, yeah. so do most microphones. Yeah, I was gonna say you got your mouth on no. one right now. <laughs> wearing a bear hat. No, this does not look like a dick. <laughs> Listen, Mike, his his bear loves that fucking. Lukey's Lukey loves a bear and a car. He likes the bear to watch. Yeah, I get <laughs> that, man. That's cool. I'm not judging. Luke, you wearing your bear cap right now? Is that damn right I am, man? This fucking thing's comfy as hell. It's made from real bear head. Not <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's definitely I was actually, you know, what was just on TV was uh, True Grit. A great Which movie. One? Which yeah. one? The new one or the old one? The, Brid- uh, the new one with, with freaking yeah. Jeff Bridges. And then awesome. the, the guy rolls through on the, the big beard with the, with the bear on his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's going to be Luke in a little while. Like. Another great bear on head movie is Jack Black and Tropic Thunder with the panda bear head on his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. That movie's wild, man. I forgot about that. Tom, yeah, Cruise, guess, Tom yeah. Cruise is fucking nuts in that movie. Oh, yeah. That's you remember, Tom, remember Tom Cruise? Well, you, you can just say, remove the in that movie part of that sentence and you'd be right on cue all the way across the board. <laughs> That's a good call by the box, man. Tom Cruise is crazy. Why do they call you the box? He's the box. Look at him. What is <laughs> I mean, just look at him, man. We all look have our, box. Our, our band code names, Shu. What's your code name, Russ? He's Beast. Beast? Yeah. It's the Beast. And then what about Babe? Babe's the bone man. He's bone. <laughs> bone. Yeah, I, need, I needed a new B name. I couldn't, you couldn't just stick with the, the Babe, you know? Yeah, he's already babe. We, well, we needed a new one, so we called him Bone. <laughs> and Timmy's the mouse. Tim's the only one that's not Tim, a bee. Tim doesn't even get a bee because he just is what he is, which is the mouse. <laughs> mouse. And ah! mouse, man. And obviously Luke is the bear. Yeah. And Derek is the boy. Yeah, Derek is the baby boy. See, I get the boy and the babe. I get the boy and babe mixed yeah. up. The bone man. The bone man. I'll change that. No, it, shoot, it makes perfect sense because his name's literally Baby Boy. So how could anyone not get that mixed up? It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, so then we uh, then we go, yeah, we're town meeting. Uh, that's Luke Google. That's Russ. That's Timmy. That's Baby. That's Babe. <laughs> so it's like, no, man, you got to pick one. You guys talking about nicknames? Yeah, we just ran. We just ran through the list because nice. Mike was Mike wanted to know why other Mike was box. <laughs> you don't do weird nicknames at you didn't do weird nicknames at AAF. Yeah, you know you had one for Josh. Was it the sniff? The sniff. Sniff. <laughs> <laughs> That's hundred percent what it was. <laughs> hey Sniffy, get over here. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, God, I got to get somebody on the podcast this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Luke's got something for us. What does he got going? Whatever it is. Trying to add someone else? Baby boy, how come you didn't join the podcast with the rest of the boys? (laughs) With everyone else on it? Yeah, Yeah, we're we're all on on it right now, Derek. We're really, really disappointed in you. What in the world? Abby and I just watched um, Captain Marvel. (laughs) You're doing that instead of coming on the podcast? I feel so bad for Mike because he's got to manage you guys. And I can't 
this past hour is just like, wow, dude, your job. Is this the only band you manage? <laughs> no, he Five Wide was solo artist. Yeah, George Barber. That's just one guy, though. I mean, this is like this is like the bus from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest when they were fishing. That's what this is like. Strong <laughs> man, Mike. I, I admire that. Anything Neil Young related yet? Can he hear us or just you? You're the one that wanted to fucking talk about Captain Marvel. Keep <laughs> <laughs> it in the universe. Shit. <laughs> just tell him we're really disappointed him. he's got a spanking coming his way did he hear us you didn't know oh, i turned i turned everyone up for that part so christ all right this has been ridiculous Marvel, you guys are gonna do a podcast on how to get your band going yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, it would be better than this. Don't worry. Yeah, the band that's hosting the podcast about helping bands out is this band. <laughs> that's why George is there. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, this is this has been pretty ridiculous, but in a fun. It really way. has. This has been ridiculous, but we're all drunk and high. Amen. We are we? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Anyone? All right, good. All right. Uh, I should say Town Meeting has a single coming out in March, and everyone should follow <laughs> us on Instagram and Facebook and uh, yeah. be looking forward to that. So It's weird right. to plug, plug my own stuff. I feel like we spend so much time plugging everyone else's stuff. Yeah, we should plug our website, longmayyouyoungpodcast.com, where you can buy merch and pay for that guitar you just bought. Shh. Oh, wait. No, you don't have to be quiet. I'm not sure it's to do that because we only make eight bucks a t-shirt. Oh, you guys already know that anyway. Yeah, we know about that. Buy hats too. Yeah. Some really sexy trucker hats. Yeah. Luke, you're going to have fun editing this bitch. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, man. This... <laughs> a lot of I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to even try tonight. I'm gonna, I'll take a stab tomorrow. Just keep the Crispin Glover stuff. We'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you better, roll, you better roll us out on some crispy, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. As, as Pete Holmes would say, keep that crispy. Keep it crispy. Come on, because Tim and Babe have not heard, so you might as well just roll. Yeah, take us out with a Crispin Glover, man. All right. Mike, you look like you want me to take us out with lawyers, guns, and money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I definitely want to listen to some. I don't know, Luke. That shit's fucked up. <laughs> wrong, wrong album, but good, good reference. All right, I love, love Zivon. I'm going to leave it up to Luke to make uh, sense of any of the, what we've done for the past two hours. It's amazing that this has been two hours. Yeah, um, well, we we had a guest scheduled. I mean, there's a crazy snowstorm going on here and apparently it's not even supposed to stop stop till this time tomorrow i guess yeah. the roadways are so bad he couldn't zoom you know what that's a great point Wait, can we ask babe what did he how long did you try to get on or did you figure it out pretty quick you just couldn't get on no, till then? he forgot he sent us the fucking denzel okay all right. Yeah, Babe was very excited in the group text I sent, and then here's the tech individual text. I texted him around 7.30, a half an hour after we started. I said, let's go, Babe Man. 15 minutes later, I said, hey, man, hop on. 15 minutes later, let's go. And then around 9.15, he texted me, oh, shit. And then he, and then he hopped on. 
Because <laughs> I'm like everyone else in the world. I don't keep my phone on me, on my person at all time. Ah, you're so cool. Check it. Let me guess, I you don't watch TV either. Check it. No, I was watching TV. <laughs> my prediction, our prediction, babe, Pain. You were you were trying to get on. You just couldn't fucking figure it out, so you were just losing your goddamn mind. I said that you had the couch over your head, and Annalise was trying to calm you down. You were like, fuck. <laughs> All right. So this has been an accurate representation of the Bantown meeting. Yeah, that's frightening. Yeah. Um, if you want more of this, go over to Town Meeting Podcast and uh, sign up. Town Meeting. So the uh, lesson is: Shu is genuinely impressed with Mike Flat right yeah. now. Yeah. I am. It is fairly impressive. impressive, and I feel great sadness for you also. <laughs> Especially because they're both in the same red room together. <laughs> no one can see that. Yeah, hey, can we see your hands for a second? You see the the banshees are having a seance. Yeah, be awesome. <laughs> There's some sort of candlelight. You like it? There you go, All right, thanks, boys, for coming on. We had, like I said, we had a cancellation, and uh, the town meeting boys came through, even though it was a little bit later than expected. Timmy's oh, already Timmy's, gone. Timmy's 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 that's literally also this is like still man. accurate of a, this is of a still gig perfect for the this man. is perfect a perfect representation because tim <laughs> the second he plays the last note he's god he doesn't even help load out or anything oh no, he loads his shit out and then oh, he's that's a dick bye, move bye. you can help load out man <laughs> we call that we call that timmy time is what we call that yeah um but uh no thanks to timmy and the babe and the mike and uh yeah, we uh we are gonna keep these monster episodes going. This one uh, again, last minute cancellation. Town meeting boys came through. If you want to find out more about town meeting, go to townmeetingmusic.com. We're all over Facebook and Instagram and all that good shit. Um, and then Tim and Mike have a new label they're working on called Dead Archer. I th- am I saying that right, Mike? Yep. Dead Archer. Look that up on Instagram. You'll see a cool skeleton. I think it's logo. called Salty Archer. It's not called Salty Archer. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so anyway, Neil Young, long live Neil Young, lo- lots of cool. <laughs> I don't know, at the end. <laughs> and uh, you know, Neil Young, right about. this and, is gonna uh, be a know, weird, uh, a weird yeah. edit, and you know, and, and, you know <laughs> Neil Young, <laughs> come on, look here, I'm done, <laughs> Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry in advance for this episode. Hey, nice to see you, man. Nice to see y'all. Bone. Right. Nice to see you, man. See you, baby, man. Take it easy, guys. See you, nice boys. See you. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in.
Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.